Welcome to the For Fox Sake podcast, by the fans, for the fans. With all the news, views and discussion from two lifelong Leicester City supporters. It's your show, so get in contact, make yourselves heard, what's your opinion? The only Leicester City podcast that's by the fans, for the fans. This is for Fox's sake. Hello and welcome to For Fox 8. My name is Pete Selby and in For Fox 8 HQ, once again I'm sat alongside Mr Rob Hayes. And since our last episode entitled January Sales, there have been no January sales. No, not in at all. In or out. No. So, um, a bit boring really. Yeah, that's it. See you next week. <laughs> um, I've done that joke so many times. Well, the football's not been really... The- Worthy of talking about, but we haven't got any transfers to talk about, so we're going to have to talk about the football. Well, there is a rule with with, with comedy. And you're dishing out the rules on comedy? Yes. Okay. Well, if you were to um, repeat the same joke, so if you're a sketch show or something along those lines... Or the host of a very successful podcast. Exactly. You say the same joke one week... And it's 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 weird. The next week it can be funny. Then the week after it's rubbish. The fourth week it's rubbish. The fifth week it's terrible. The sixth week and then on it's brilliant. That's the rule. Right. So you have to get over the the bumpy you, patch. Exactly. You, you say something, people are not too sure. You say it again the next week, and gradually it becomes annoying until after about five weeks it actually then becomes funny, and then it becomes kind of a catchphrase, and that's how it works. Got you. So you <laughs> need- thanks for the insight. <laughs> You know, it's just one of the many strings to my three-stringed bow. Football. Football. The rules of comedy. Are we going here And again? there's one more. I'm going to keep the one more to one side because it's important. If I can only do three things ever. Then, okay. Uh, you know. Right. The, the fact that at the races is on the TV in the corner, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with your booking ability. No, 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 no. No, no okay. not at all. Not at all. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, football. I was talking today um, to a fan of football who's not a Leicester fan. Um, who does he support? Um, he's, a, he's a Norwich fan, sorry. He's a Norwich fan. And, um, and you say he's a fan of football? Well, he's a fan of Norwich. He's from Norwich area, so that's fine. Actually, lives in a Leicester area. Um, a famous commentator, actually, to be honest. Not football, so you won't know who it is, but there you go. Um, horses. Um, and he, uh, we were talking about football... And he turned around and he says, so what about Leicester then? Because obviously he's got a bit of an affiliation with Leicester because of the area he lives in, this, that and the other. Um, and he says, uh, so, so you know, what's going on? What do you reckon about Leicester and all that? And I stood there, arms open wide, going, do you know what? Everything's fine. How many fans of clubs can say that? Not many. Ground, fine. Manager, fine. Nice guy, doesn't say anything stupid. Owners, Owners, fine. great, fine. Football, fine. Football's good. Positioning league's fine. Still in the cup. Uh, have you got players on the team that you can identify with and that you know have been there a while and are you know you really want? We probably have the most yeah. of any club in the football league. You have to say, really. There's a question. How many other clubs have a set of players who are more well liked? in terms of their history at the club that they're at now, than Leicester. I reckon there isn't. There can't be. If there are, there can't be many. There can't be ma- No, I can't I can't think of any, really, no, to be because, honest. Because of, the, because of the turnover is so 
is so vast, isn't it, of players yeah. and managers. That, that, that's probably half the problem. The fact that managers get changed so often at so many clubs yeah. and they bring in a whole new bunch of players and they don't work. So they bring in a new manager who brings in a whole new bunch of players and they don't work and so on and so on. I think the reason we're in such a good place is because managers that have come into Leicester have recognised that not an awful lot needs changing. Yeah. And they've kept the same core group of players. The ones that we that we know and love and that we've seen running around in a blue shirt for for many years. That, that's the thing, the fact that our, our first teamers have been first teamers for so long. Um it's 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 remarkable. So I stood there and and and, and he just basically went, That's that's that is weird, you know, how many teams how many club supporters can say that? So since we've been doing the pod, well, since the last episode, you know, we've we've beat Watford. Not um, a great game, but, but job done. A solid performance and a, a really good goal from Mares. Um, we've, um, we've. Well, sorry, that was a, a text come through from uh, someone else. I'll tell you that later. That's quite funny. Um, we've uh, we've we've beaten Peter uh, Fleetwood. Oh dear! Oh no! <laughs> not yet. Have not we yet. not beaten Peterborough yet. <laughs> oh no! We've beaten Fleetwood. Not a great game, but job done. Fate has been tempted. <laughs> tempted. Um, so we've beaten Fleetwood. Uh, so we're in the next round against Peterborough in a couple of days. Um, uh, Mares scoring a brilliant goal, and uh, Jamie Vardy and Mares are still at the club. And in, and Mares is in a different form actually because he's uh, he's now a, a scout. Did you hear about that? No. Um, him and uh, Slomani were at the Emirates. Oh, and, I did hear um, that. Yeah, yeah. And and Puel, and, and this is the thing with it. End of the day, Claude Puel is a very, very quietly spoken man, and I'd go as far as say weirdly quiet. Yeah, he is. I know. Yeah. I, I know it's in his second language, English. I think his his English is actually not as bad as it as it kind of sometimes sounds if you know what i mean he's actually sometimes he throws in the odd word where you think hang on you would not say that if you were struggling people used to say that about ranieri as well didn't they exactly he not knows. not put on a bit but, yeah but he, he he says what yeah. he has to to the press that's fine but he's come out with a few lines recently and he's and he qu- was very quick when they asked him about uh about this them two being slimani and mares at the game and he very quickly said, "Like, oh, it, oh, they're, they're scouting for me, and all this sort of thing." Really, quite, uh, quite funny line and that. So, and um, I, I really like him because, again, I, I used to say this with Ranieri, how it was nice with Ranieri because he was such a likable guy. With Shakespeare, a nice guy um, who we all could relate to, um, and and Nigel Pearson as well because he was there for so long. We knew Nigel, we knew what he liked, uh, we knew the players he liked, and the style of football, and. And and we all liked it. It was good and it was very successful. And I like the fact that he was very authoritative and all that. I like Claude Burrell because he's an intelligent guy and he doesn't say anything stupid. He seems um he, he seems to know exactly what he wants and the players look like they're really getting on board now with his ideas. You know, this is a manager who's done very well in his career and he's now forming a team of players who have been successful, a good set of players to his liking and I like the way he's doing it I like the style of football the results are obviously all important and they are very good as well um, I like him as a manager again no dramas look at look at the the cluster at the top and I'm talking not just the cluster in terms of league position but you know what I'm talking about of managers yeah. and, and what nonsense and, and the fact that all, all, all of them have got a story about them to some degree I used to watch okay when you get in from work mm. okay or get in from college or university or school or whatever you're doing in the world. 
what channel, and this is obviously mainly for people in the UK, what channel do you automatically put on? Well, when it was on Freeview, Sky Sports News. But now I put ITV on because I like the chase. Right, well... Have I given you the wrong answer? You, you have, because it's Sky Sports <laughs> News, but... Okay, yeah, but I can't afford Sky. That's the point, if you've got Sky. So you put Sky Sports News on, that's what you do, just to see if anything's happened. doesn't matter what day of the it's week good, or what good year... background telly, day, isn't it? ...month of the year. It's just on. You want to just know what's, if anything's happened. I, I don't really like to, because they come out with the most stupidest stats. They, they make up a stat... They create a stat, shall yeah. I say, to, suit, to form to a story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's and you're reading them going like, "What are you on about?" And it's most of them are absolutely ridiculous. And then they come out with previews of a game and a countdown, which starts at five days, and they're discussing with whoever you know, someone who's just got no relation to the game, who's basically being paid a few hundred quid or probably more than that to be in the studio. Just to talk about the case, it's just mind-numbing, and they they lap up the nonsense Mourinho says. And anyway, it's a bit of a, this is a bit of a moan, really, but not like you. But what I'm saying is that not like you to have a bit of a rant. The the, the nonsense, and I just like how we're just kind of we're out of it. Aren't we're we? out of it. It's mm. I, I love it, and and also when we're in the middle of it in terms of the league position, we were still out of it because Ranieri just laughed it off and said said something funny and gave the press a line that was absolutely. Um, non non hateful non um, it wasn't blaming anyone or anything it was uh, it was just good so anyway Leicester are great <laughs> we are we're, we're top of the second Premier League if you like we're, we're where we said we would be we are we should really talk about um, certain bits and bobs the, the one thing um, I wanted to talk about because again we don't plan or anything um, was the training ground have you seen the news on that? I haven't seen any new news. New, new, been news. Some new news. There has been new news. Um, and the new news is that um, Leicester aren't going to buy the golf course. They were going to buy the golf course, weren't they? Um, and they were going to build a big training complex there. Uh, they had a big consultation with the likes of Manchester City and other... Um, again, the owners doing very well by looking at different clubs around the world and how they've built a brand new training centre and said, right, the best option would be to buy... I can't. Is it Forest Hill um, Golf Club, and build a huge training centre there, out of the city, only ten miles from the um, from the King Power, uh, quite near where a lot of the players live and probably will live when they join the club. So perfect, at, perfect all round, really. Um, and it looked like it was going to go ahead. The the cost was going to be a few million in terms of buying the club that was up for sale. Um, and then they were going to spend an awful loads. lot loads, you know, up to 100 million or whatever the, the, the news was on the ground, on the on the uh, surrounding area and the training pitches and that. That's now fallen through, right? Be- because it turns out that the council, and there will be a lot more detail than my bumbling understanding of it, but the council want 12 million pounds from the deal because when the Land was given for the golf course along them lines. Went and there was agreement that when it was sold, the council would actually get um, a lot of money for it. Okay. And the mayor of Leicester, um, Peter Salisbury, yes, yes, Salisbury, Salisbury, Peter Salisbury. He he did actually come out and say, look, the club have done brilliantly over the years and all this that and the other, but the council can't not just just wave off twelve million quid that we would be getting. For the taxpayers, we can't n- not 
say we we want the twelve million. The club have said no, and it's just kind of died a death. Um, back to the drawing board. Yeah, back to the drawing board. But as soon as I heard this, I I completely understand where he's coming from. But twelve million. This is a this is a Leicester City podcast. There's two arguments. Argument number one is we're talking about Musa. <laughs> you know, the... <laughs> when you put it like that, we are Ahmed Musa away from buying that training ground. Do you know what we could do? What we could, when Peter Salisbury um, turns Salisbury, what's his name? Salisbury. Salisbury. When I Peter think. Salisbury he turns up for work on Monday, and he walks into his office, and Arben Musa's sitting on his chair. <laughs> There's your twelve. There's million. your twelve million. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm a big fan of that. Um, we should do that. Um, yeah. We could just turn around and say, look, the, it's a rich football club, here's the money. Mm. Or is it the fact that the council should really be maybe looking for a deal with the club and reduce the cost because of the amount of money the club has brought into the area by their success and this is only going to breed success? success. Yeah, give us 50% off or something. Yes, or... Because you'd think that they'd chuck £6 million their way. Yes, and also, surely... And again, we don't we, we don't know. You don't even know the the story, but... Surely, there has to be a kind of a deal where the, the council go, all right, give us half a million a year for, for 24 years. Instalments. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. What, I can't understand what the problem is. And I, I, you never know, it might get sorted. But the, when I first heard this, I just remembered Filbert Street redevelopment. Mm. We can't build a new stand because... You can't build a high building now because of lighting this and the other. And then they go and build the biggest Some, building of all time. Yep. The the, the student flats. Skyscraper. It is the tallest building in Leicester, isn't it? It's got to be one of them. It's huge. Yeah. And I know it's not quite where they... Because they wanted to turn the pitch round. And I went even into the extent, this is how sad I am. Oh, God, it's sad. No, no, no. I, I went into... you can If you type in Filbert Street Redevelopment Leicester City Council... Mm. It comes up with planning permissions on Filbert Street for the last 30 years. Applications, whether they've been accepted or refused. Oh, you get to see everything? Yep. That is quite sad, but also very interesting. It is. So basically, it showed you when they wanted to add the new scoreboard when in about 99 or whatever, when they moved it to the top of the the stand at Filbert Street end. Um, 97 probably, something along those lines. But in 1991, they applied to turn the pitch round to have um, a stand where the E stand was, which would have been behind the goal. Mm. Um, obviously then the stand at the other end of the field would have been behind the goal, would have been where the car park is now. No problem with room there. Mm. You could have built, there would have been room where the double-decker stand is. You could have either just extended the double-decker or knock it down and build one of a similar size, or something pretty big. And then the Filbert Street side, again, you would have used the room up that you would have had. That was the plan. And it got rejected. Rejected. Because, again, of size of... And also, the the, the council in those days were just not... They didn't understand football. You can imagine the people on on, on the on the council going, oh, yeah. what is this? Why, why are these always making a... You know, a, a mayor. why is it always surrounding the football club? What's the, why have we always got to deal with like you know traffic calming things and uh, fans and they don't understand. They always they have stood in the way of Leicester progressing. They used to. 
even to the uh, to the point of when they were going to move to Bede Island and there was a bit of a kerfuffle with the uh, Sainsbury's and Morrison's mm. because Morrison's were going to build where the King Power is. Yeah. Leicester were going to build a 40,000 ground on Bede Island, the other side of the river from where the ground is. And there was a right kerfuffle because the council gave permission, as far as I'm aware, they gave permission for the um, supermarket to go where the King Power was. Then they realised, actually, because there's one down the road, they can't do that. And had to double backtrack loads. So when it became... And then a, say Leicester could go there. And then, in the end, said Leicester could go there. But originally, they said no. And it was like, hang on, you've said yes to a supermarket, then realised that you can't, and then eventually Leicester have been given permission. Well... They've, they've stood in the way. Look how, we've, look how the football club's put this city on the map in the last few years. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like... But back then, I can understand, yeah, the the, the, the <clears throat> attitudes towards football clubs and football supporters, etc., I don't think would have been as, as big because the Prem- you're talking the Premier League's only just been in existence in and around 97. You're only three, what, four years into the Premier League? Five, fifth season, maybe? The the reach around the world isn't anywhere near as big. In terms of revenue, interest in the city, etc., etc., it's not really on in the same league as it is now. I, from this story, and again, in the next few days, it might be announced that they're going to use that area, um, they're going to use the, the golf course, and it's going to be built a brand new ground, it's going to be superb. But what what I'm getting at, and I've mentioned before about what, le- I hate to use the word legacy, but what is the legacy of winning the Premier League and having a really good team? Um, and the, the legacy has to be the infrastructure of the club. Yeah. It has to be the training ground. It has to be the stadium, whether the stadium remains, a new one's built where it is now, which we've mentioned before. But also, for me, it has to be... Um, and, and, and this can easily be done. The, the maintain of the area around the club. So when people turn up to Leicester, they see that the area around the ground is really well kept, even if it costs Leicester money to actually do that. There is actually a, a, a museum where fans can visit and have a look at Filbert Street, a famous stadium, and have a look at what happened two or three years ago. You know, they had that um, display in the centre, didn't they? Yeah, in the New York Museum, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That could be in, in a museum, a Leicester needs, Museum. Needs something permanent, don't Exactly. We, there needs to be something permanent. Now, yeah. I'd love it to be on Filbert Street. I'd love pictures to be there so when fans walk up and go, this is what Filbert Street used to look like, Especially for the younger fans. I mean, I, I struggle to remember Filbert Street because we moved when I was 12. Yeah. How? How? There isn't anything on Filbert Way. So you're walking down Filbert Way. Yeah. Okay. You've got the river on the right-hand side, the canal on the right-hand side. You've got the King Power appearing in front of you. And all of a sudden, you get to the junction with Filbert Street on your left. Yeah. How? By the car park, as you walk along Filbert yeah, Way. there's nothing else there, there isn't there? a thing saying, by the way, this is what it used to look like. 50 yards behind it. should be a massive wall, not a mural, but of actual photos, shouldn't there? Yeah. Of what it used to look like. Exactly. Yeah. And and a there little, isn't. A little timeline of Leicester's history and you can kind of walk down it. Yeah. That but, sounds like... Yeah. But there isn't. Why and don't you work there? Well, exactly. You had this idea for the fan zone thing, the permanent one, copying Derby and building one on the side of a stand or something? This this is, this is my point. My point is infrastructure. And I, I, I was talking... Uh, I was talking to my dad actually, hello, um, about it, saying that if Mar, let's just say Morris gets sold in the summer um, for a hundred million, for example, now you could easily plough that back into players. That's fine, 
But what I would like is if they do build an awful, a building museum, build a new stadium possibly, or whatever, then the club could literally turn around and say, by the way, we're using a good chunk of the sale of Mares. So you look back on him in years to come and go, not only was he an amazing player, there was this highlight, he that highlight. This, he, he funded, funded that. He yeah. built the ground. That's what I'd like, you know. And I know this is all kind of like the best case scenario and it never works out that way. But why not? It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It's a podcast. Anything can happen. Yeah, well, it probably won't happen if we talk about it, but like beating Peterborough on Saturday. Yeah, so we're going to win? Yeah. But I'd have said that when we went away to Fleetwood and we didn't. Hmm. So I don't know what kind of team we'll put out. I don't know whether he'll... It'll risk it again, or whether it'll go a little bit, a little bit safer. On telly again, though, aren't we? On, on telly. Your favourite team are on telly on Friday night. The team that are on telly every round of the FA Cup since history began until the last round. Oh yeah, they missed out. You, you took great delight in sharing that news, exactly. didn't you? Exactly. But um, I will. I mean, Yeovil away. You, you can understand why. Yeah. Man, you're on. What? Go on in. Right now, Rob Hayes, yes. pick your one to eleven. Well, and what we'll Kupovic do? doesn't get anywhere near it for me. In fact, you do your one to eleven. Yeah, I'll do my one to eleven. Yeah, and then whoever is the nearest to the team that's selected, what do we win? Wins, wins, win, winning will do for me. Uh, all right. So that means I've got to think partly of what well, I'd pick and partly what Puel would pick. Yes. No. You need to pick the team closely that Puel would pick. And we'll go possession, uh, position by position. All right. Well, I would hope that on the last round's display and the fact that he that he classes Hamer as his number two keeper, that Hamer would play, based on the fact that Jakubovic wasn't great last time. Who played in goal against Fleetwood at home? Jakubovic. I'm he gonna... cannot kick for Toffee. I'm going to say that the goalkeeper will be... I want to say Jakubovic. I want to say Hamer. But it might be Schmeichel. Um, you reckon? I'm going to say Jakubovic. Okay. Who do you say? Hamer. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, I thought I you were deciding no. whether to go with the same as me or pick something different in case, so that there's a different score. The horses just want to... You are your 2000 guineas trial and it's going to win the proper race in about a month's time. It's just absolutely won with its... Head in its chest. It gets very excited about horses. That's gonna that's gonna win. Uh the right back well there was um word that Danny Simpson was back from injury and could have been in contention for the squad against Watford. So let's give Simpson a welcome back. So you're playing Simpson at right back, I'm gonna go R Marty. You listened to me that time? Yes. Uh, and disagree. Continuing with the get injured players back into a game that's not as hard as a Premier League one. Let's put Robert Hooth in. Ooh. 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 I am going to say um, Maguire. Okay. I am going to play Hooth and Dragovic. I'm going to say Dragovic as well. I'm going to say Maguire and Dragovic are going to be the centre-half partnership because I don't think the others might be ready to start. But anyway, Carol. Left-back, Fuchs. Um, I will say Chilwell. Why? Because well, I think he will be playing. Okay. 
Uh, what, He's only a young lad. He can play these games. What what position next? Um, midfield, because I presume we're both gonna we're gonna have two sitting, three in front. Yeah. One. So the right. two central midfielders. Well, Ebora missed out against Watford with a bit of a hamstring niggle. So is he going to be back? That is the question. Probably should have looked at the was the press conference today. Yes. Yeah, should have looked at that, shouldn't we? I didn't. I also I've, didn't look. At it. No, I've not really looked. To be fair, shows how busy we are. Centre and midfield. James. Okay. Right, go on and you go, James. Yeah. You're right, and. No, you get to pick one now. Well, I okay, think. I'll go silver. Silver. <laughs> right, that's why I was <laughs> going to wait. You're going to go James. <laughs> I know, I was going to wait for silver because I knew you were going to pick him, so it would have been easier. It yeah. would have flowed better. But anyway. Sorry. Nice, you've ruined it. Um, I will say the midfield will be James and silver, I agree. Um, yeah. And then the three behind the forward. Yeah. Um... Gray. Gray. All Brighton. All Brighton. Mm. Ianacho. Oh, Ianacho. What? The one who's a centre forward is not going to play behind the front three. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to go with Diabate. You reckon? Yes. Uh, and then big slim dog up top slim dog millionaire up front um, that's a good name um, I'm going to say Ian Acho then as a centre forward Okay. so Ian Acho centre forward with all bright on one side Gray the other side oh no Diabate the other side is it Gray is, number is, 10 is it Diabate Diabate yeah is that, so. is, is that how you say no but is that how it's said I mean that's how it looks well but, that's how I'd say well, it yeah we'll find out whatever the combo says but yeah uh, and then I'll have um, what's his face in the middle so Albright and Grey and Diabate behind Ineacho we're not far away from each other then no that, that'll be roughly what I have and then you have your usual uh, protagonists on the bench you know you have your Vardy, Vardy Mares, uh, and then you have uh, some young players you probably have Chowdhury there you'd have Barnes um, uh, also centre half like people like Hooth um, Benaloan well, you'd have Hoof there, probably Ben and who can play in a few different positions. Uh, possibly Simpson. You could have Simpson and Hoof there, and Ben and just not making the squad because he'll probably go. Uh, and then on, I've been and trying then to also get rid of him for Hamer. windows after windows. It's the problem when they earn a lot of money. Yeah, Look can't at, get rid of him. Can't get rid of Musa. In 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 earning money news in terms of footballers, mm. um, obviously Slimani is being linked with all and sundry. Yeah, um, I still think it will be a tremendous signing. If you're a if you're a Newcastle, what a great player to have as your number nine. Yeah. He score goals. Yeah, he, he yeah would you score put goals. some faith in him and give him a run of games. Oh, score goals. Score, I mean, he has scored for Leicester, really. Yeah. If it, let's just say he leaves tomorrow in, on a on a on a permanent deal, his goal scoring record compared to how many starts he's got is actually yeah. quite impressive. But overall, it would be a disappointing signing. Overall, scored goals in the Champions League, etc., etc. The odd. Flash of brilliance. It, it, it's a bit of a cool shot. He wasn't that sort of player to be charging players down. No, but he's he's never been able to string and run a games together. No, I, I, I if, if he'd have had the opportunity where we'd have had Vardy out injured for a, a lengthy period of time, which touch wood won't happen, then if he'd have got fifteen games 
in a row where he'd have led the line. He'd have scored you but, seven. But also, I think when he's really played well, it's been in the most favourable conditions, i.e. at home, and we know how good Leicester are at home. Um, it's been when the crowd have been really behind him, i.e. in a really big game. Uh, remember how well he played in one of my favourite games of all time when they beat Man City at home. Mm. Um, when it was raining and Vardy scored them goals. And he he, he linked fantastically. Um, one of his best games. I don't think he scored, but he it was one of his best games. And you kind of went, hang on, these two can play together. But I think that was just a favourable home game where the crowd are behind him, really, he really got stuck into it. Away from home, he's been very poor. Mm. Very poor, wherever we've played. Um, and then he kind of really proved it when we went to Fleetwood and he just didn't want to be there. The, the game he, before, when he, he was fantastic. When he against Fleetwood at home, 55 minutes in, his face, <laughs> honestly. But that's, all, that's bright, all bright and waiting there to come on and Slimani trudges off. Slim Dog Millionaire. Face like thunder. Slim Dog Millionaire. That, that looked like it could have been one of the, the last time he comes off the pitch for us. The last time he, he was in a Leicester shirt. Who earns more money? Is it A, Slim Dog Millionaire, or B, Jack Rodwell? Got to be Rodwell. Do you know how much he's on? Is it is it six figures? It, what, what? Like over a hundred grand. Oh right, no. Um, oh, we're talking per week, yeah. yeah. But uh, no. What is it? Seventy-five thousand a week in the championship for a man with no legs. Yeah. Um, and, and he's, and he's gone he, loan. At, he's gone on trial at uh, a Belgian club. Yeah. This week. Well, it was on about like Vitesse Arm and all sorts. But like he, um, that's why he's not been. And and then, and they won like one game. No, they didn't win like. For forty games, when he started, and he's on set, like seventy, seventy-five grand. I was under the impression that Slim Dog Millionaire is on sixty. Yeah, I think so. I think it, it came was out. Like, it came, well, I say came out. It was highlighted last week that Ian Acho is on about one hundred and five grand a week. Well, that's a lot of money. From what I believe, um, the, the highest earners at Leicester are JV. Yeah, is on one hundred and ten grand. Is that what um, we're calling him now? Well, Vardy. Um, Iniacho, 100 grand, 105, whatever. Um, Mares is about the same as well. It's 100 grand. And I don't know whether like Schmeichel and that are on there. There's You'd a, expect them to be up in the They were up there in the, yeah. yeah 80 I'm pretty so, sure Slim Dog Millionaire is on 60. But anyway, so, it, it, you know, it's, it's not like, and it, this sounds awful, but he's not like he's on an awful lot of money compared to... <laughs> Compared to the Premier League level. Hang on, Pete, I've got a briefcase here with 60 <laughs> grand in it. Oh, that's not a lot of money. Yeah. Um, Who are you kidding? So he might go. Um, Peterborough, funny side, uh, they score loads and concede loads, and they they have done for years. If you're a fan, like, if, if you ask me, right, you can't support a team, you can't support a local team, right? So you're not a Leicester fan, hmm. and you can't be a fan of anyone in the first two divisions. Who are n- normally in the first two divisions? Okay. Okay. Who would you like to be a fan of? Right. I would probably end up with Peterborough. What? Because you you guarantee goals at the games. They score and concede loads from a from a little betting medium. Both teams to score is obviously one of the main markets, along with over goals, over two and a half goals say per game. Mm. The pri- if you just look at Peterborough on the list, don't matter who they're playing, they are rock bottom in terms of price because they just concede and score loads and just think about it you know they they do for years so it's not like goal thriller on Saturday well well, this is what I'm saying it's not like 
I mean, for years they were like Darren Ferguson was there, weren't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he just goes, he just plows forward. Um, but it's not just because of one manager. They've just had a style of football at Peterborough for a, for about a decade, which is basically goals, goals, goals. Well, goals, goals, goals. It's very entertaining. It's cost them before because they've had a really good team. Um, they had. Um, do you remember when we had? They had. Um, oh God. <laughs> they had them two centre forwards. We were going to buy him. Yeah, no, you Mikhail mean Smith. Mikhail Smith. Yeah, Mikhail Smith, and they had the other guy. And they scored about 20 goals each mm. in a season by March. Mm. And the team finished fifth. <laughs> because this conceded just so many. Look, looking at the back four going, lads, <laughs> stop shipping goals. It's like every week they're like winning 4-3. Or it's ridiculous. Or losing 4-3. But, yeah. and, but it's cost them because they've always got into the playoffs and then kind of slipped up or whatever. But um, yeah, Mikhail Smith. And then well, he, got, he got injured badly. I'm sure BT Sport will be... Happy to see those stats because I'm sure BBC weren't particularly thrilled about having Leicester Fleetwood nil nil as, as their feature game of the weekend of the third round. One of the feature games. I listen back to the podcast, which I do all the time. Yeah, you listen back to our own voices. Yes. Okay. And what did you discover? I discovered. Well, I will do after this one that I ranted about the ground and the council for about twenty minutes. Apologies for that. Um, but I discovered the word shocker was said. At least ten times by me. After that Fleetwood game, shocker! I just keep, kept on saying, you "Keep it. a shocker tally." I'm driving to work, Ding. going, and I'm ranting about the game, Ding. and I'm and I'm listening to myself going, "Don't say it again, Pete." Oh, it's, it was an absolute shocker. <laughs> <laughs> and like, right, okay, just don't say it again. You've got your point across. Well, it was Pete. a shocker. It was don't a say brilliant. It again. <laughs> I, just, I just kept on saying, "Unbelievable!" Yeah, exactly. I'm talking to myself on the. Oh dear. So anyway. It, but it was a horrible game. Shocker. <laughs> it, it really Let's was. Let's hope Saturday is plain sailing, loads of goals, confidence boost and a way back from injury for a few players. And, and then we go in on. In the fifth round. Out. And then on Wednesday, we play Marco Silva's Everton. Marco Silva's Everton. Um, Agent X. You mentioned him last week. Yeah. Right. Um, I saw Agent X. Oh, did you? Yes, I saw Agent X and Marco Silva's Everton. I said, um, I said to Agent X, surely uh, not. It ju- all of a sudden, um, and I do see Agent X every now and again. And as soon as I saw Agent X, I said, um, I, I remembered. I was, oh God, forgot about. I'll, I'll, I'll ask about something. And he said something which I have already thought would happen. So it was like stars aligned. And I predict, along with Special Agent X, who is one from one, 100% record, um, which we can't remember what the actual prediction was, <laughs> but he got it right, whatever it was. Um, someone listen back to an odd episode and find out what actually Special Agent X... It's when we did it in the Fox 8 Garden. The podcast was done in the garden because mm. it was red hot. Mm. Um, I, I said, and Special Agent X agrees, that Marco Silva will be the manager of Everton... We were being really safe by saying by the beginning of next season. I would go as far as to say before the end of the season. Right. They, so that ridiculous wedge of cash that they threw at Allardyce to make him one of the most highest paid managers in Europe. They went straight after Silver. They went. They were going to offer eight and a half to ten million quid for Silver, right? Um, yeah, but they're paying Allardyce and. An, 
insane amount of money. There'll be a get out. There'll be some kind of here, Big Sam. You've been here three months. Have three, have three, uh, three million quid. We can get silver for nothing. In the end, it took them two or three months to get the guy. In the meantime, they've got so um, Allardyce sorted the defence out roughly. They're not playing very well. Um, got them out of the mire because they're in the bottom three. They're still only not very far away from it. But now their man is for free. They can get silver for free. So if you're going to if you're going to spend ten million on him, but and you're going to lose three or four million by paying off Big Sam, there you go. Do it. I think it'll happen before the end of the season. But not. By the time we play Everton, you don't change your mind about a number one. That he was not. He was by far their number one target. Well, that's what Watford have blamed for their slumping form since November. And it, and you can see why because yeah. he's just kind of gone. He's he's obviously just gone. I don't really. He's looked around at the players and gone. I, I wanted to go to Everton. Everton are spending money on Walcott and buying players and that centre forward for twenty five million who's got Slimani, Slim Dog Millionaire written all over him, hasn't he? That Toscan or whatever. Um, he'll go there it's bold it's special agent X and uh, and Mystic Selby that is Mystic Mystic Pete no it was Mystic Mystic Pete Pete. that was another prediction I got right but I can't remember what it was Um, so we're going to beat Everton yeah yeah Yeah. is that on Wednesday don't know you've not seen a lot to do with Leicester, have you recently? I've been very busy. I, I had a job interview on Tuesday. I've got another one on Friday. That's tomorrow. Really? Yes. Did it go well? The one on Tuesday did, yeah. I can't tell you about the one on Friday because it's not happened yet. I'm not, mm. I'm not Mystic Pete. Mm. But, yeah, we'll beat Peterborough on Saturday. No, oh, right, excellent. We'll beat Everton. Then we've got Swansea, mate. We'll beat Swansea. We've got a real chance. Seventh place, we'll get a Europa League spot if... A, per, a club that's already qualified for Europe wins the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. So if we win the FA Cup, brilliant. If we don't, we want a club who's already qualified for Europe to win it. So it's quite a good job Arsenal are already out because Arsenal would not already qualify, would they? Sixth place. Oh yeah, they would have been, so damn. But uh, yeah, that's how it works. So if Leicester do get knocked out, at least we want all the big clubs to go through. So if we finish seventh, we want to be on that European tour again. That's how it works. You nod your head. You're on a podcast. I thought that was it. I thought that was... You normally end with a profound statement. Okay, profound statement time. Um, Predictions. For Saturday. (laughs) And Wednesday. Uh... Based on the fact that you're a bookie and you told me there's loads of goals in Peterborough games, four two. I'm I'm going to say one nil. Oh come on, one nil. Let's no. It's Spun early, me a line here. My, 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 no, my other my other theory about early kickoffs is that there are so many early kickoffs that end at, that are nil nil at half time because the players aren't ready and it's just a bit of a. It takes half an hour or forty five minutes to get going. I'm sticking to four two. I'm going to go one nil. Everton away. Uh, I'm going to say Iniesta's score as well. 2-1 Leicester I'll go for a Desmond in that game Okay, excellent well there we go so uh, that was the podcast where we ranted and raved regarding the council even though we don't really know what we're talking about uh, we're going to build a museum on Filbert Street and Leicester are going to win 1-0 and draw 2-2 at Marco Silva's Everton you can get in contact with the podcast in many ways at FFS Pod via Facebook just type in for Fox 8 Podcast on Facebook 
And you can email us for fox8podcast at gmail.com and you can send us anything and all sorts to do with Leicester. Any questions to do with anything whatsoever, any points you want raised or discussed, or if you just want to find out whatever, it doesn't matter at all. Any ideas for the show, send them through and we'll probably ignore them. Right, see you next time.